what is up? LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Steve here from the Deep Gripping Reality. I just wanted to touch base and say thank you very much for tuning in. The uh, The podcast has just been growing like crazy. Also, what's up to my podcast audience? Um, I'm really, really happy that it has been doing so well. The feedback that I've been getting from small business owners and entrepreneurs and even you know management of all levels has been that uh, there's a lot of valuable content. And one of the favorite things that I've been, so there's two things that people have been telling me they really like. And it's the Instagram and Facebook tips and tricks and how to keep that successful. A lot of people say that Instagram's organic reach is dead. Um, I disagree. I think that as long as you are, are maintaining the content and putting out quality content, then people will tune in to see what you're doing, you know? And even if it is, the content that you put there can be valuable elsewhere as well. So that's the nice thing about, you know, cross-sharing and that sort of thing. So, um, big shout out to all my audiences. Just wanted to say thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Welcome to the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast, the show that takes you beyond business and tells you how to be successful. My name is Steve Edelman. I'm your host, and you better buckle up, because it's about to get deep. What is up, Deep Gripping Reality fans? Thank you very much for tuning in. My name is Steve, and uh, this is going to be an interesting show. So that 60-second blurb that you heard... Um, right before the intro was shared across uh, six different platforms. So that 60 second piece of content was able to create six pieces of content. So here's how that worked. I shared, what I did was I created the video, then I uploaded it to TikTok and I added some gift stickers and uh, some uh, glowing text um, that was on brand, not too flashy, but enough to grab attention. Um, and so once it was uploaded to TikTok, I was able to add the, uh, you know, I add all the hashtags, and everything, and then I shared it to um, Instagram. So we have TikTok, Instagram, and then I also was able to share it to Facebook, to Twitter, and to LinkedIn. Now the LinkedIn video I did not put the one with all the stickers and everything because that wasn't on, you know, it's it's LinkedIn. It's a little more professional. So it was just the raw video. Um, but and then also that's five things. Then also I was able to extract the audio and create the snippet you just heard for this podcast. So that's six. And I also was able to create text-based stuff um, that I'll but that I'll be able to use later. So technically seven pieces of content from one 60-second blurb. So why am I going on about this? Is because I'm really big on content marketing. I'm really big on getting content out there to a build a brand and b um, to you know, drive awareness of who you are and what you do. And so as part of this whole uh, proof of concept, IGTV experiment, poor man's Gary V model, whatever you want to call it, that this podcast is, uh, I wanted to be able to generate as much value as possible across as many platforms as possible, as easily as possible. So from the, the minute that I filmed that video to distribute it all the way across to this very moment, less than half an hour, grand total less than half, probably less than 15 minutes to be honest with you. So it is entirely possible to get out content at scale um, and to take one piece of content and repurpose it and share it across many different social media platforms um, that are on point. And the cool thing is by tweaking it just a little bit for each platform, you know, I'm a big, you know, I'm a, I'm a big proponent. If you're adding value on the platform that you're discovered on by your audience, they're going to seek you out on other platforms to get more of you if they really like your value and like what you're offering, right? So by tweaking that content, if they see it on another platform, 
they tend to appreciate it. One, because it reaffirms that you are not full of BS, that you have the same message uh, across platforms, but also um, it's something fresh. You know, it may just be a reminder. It's just because they see it on Instagram um, and then see the same piece of content but changed a little bit on Twitter later or on TikTok or on, on, on Facebook, whatever, it's not necessarily a bad thing because what they're going to do is they're going to get refreshed and reminded, oh, yeah, that was a great point, whatever it is. So I just wanted to take a minute to tell you that, that it is possible, that it's a lot easier. Um, I am a big proponent of removing excuses um, and trying to find objections before they happen so that you can overcome them and so that you can anticipate needs. And that's part of what this whole thing is about, is helping um, entrepreneurs, small businesses, medium businesses, even the corporate world, learn how to get out there and reach their audiences in mass better and easier. Social media, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, a marketing ex, I'm a marketing expert in general, but social media marketing and digital marketing, digital um, media marketing, and even web development, these are the things that I really, really enjoy. These are the things that are like kind of my bread and butter. I really understand these concepts. And I think the problem is that a lot of times companies either A, overthink it, uh, or B, they're afraid to pull the trigger because they want proof that it works. But that's a catch-22 because to get proof that something works, you have to try it. It's always scary to try new things, but you know, if we didn't try new things, the Wright brothers never would have created the airplane. You know what I mean? Uh, Edison... Uh, wouldn't have used his his many many interns to, to try 10,000 times to make a light bulb they would have given up so you got to keep trying new things until you figure out what works and uh, you know sure you're gonna stumble along the way nobody's perfect but there's a certain beauty in that imperfection um, so keep that in mind I mean I've, I've said this quote before on this show but I'm gonna give it to you again because it, it really resonates with me and I really love it uh, this is a quote from Vince Lombardi, who was a legendary coach of the Green Bay Packers. Um, Lombardi said, We are going to relentlessly chase perfection, knowing full well we will not catch it because nothing is perfect, but we are going to relentlessly chase it because in the process we will catch excellence. Another quote he had is, I'm not remotely interested in just being good. And that's kind of how I feel, you know? I want to make sure that I'm providing the best value possible but I know I'm going to stumble along the way. I know, I'm playing the long game, you know. Do I have an audience of thousands and thousands and thousands of followers? Um, you know, I've, I've probably got a thousand followers across all of my social media. Uh, well, I take that back. On Twitter, I have like three or four thousand, but I kind of cheated there. I used my old Twitter account and completely repurposed it. But, you know, organically, as far as growth goes with this project, you know, I am now uh, 54, 55 episodes in. And, you know, I have about 200 listens on the podcast. My social media posts have reached thousands of people. Um, and I, I have a few hundred followers here and there. So the growth is slow, but it's happening. And that's growth that wouldn't have happened if I would have just said, oh yeah, that's a neat idea, but never tried it. I like to get my hands dirty. I like to get in there and, and test things out on my own. You know, sure, there's other people who will do it for you. And some people would say that's working smarter, not harder to get out there and, and just look at what other people have done. But the problem is other people aren't me. I'm doing things my way. And um, I, ex I, I expect you, uh, not encourage, well, I do encourage, but I also expect you to do things your way. If you feel like you have a, a vision or you, you suspect things are going to happen, there's a quote. I don't know who said it. It was on a t-shirt I once owned when I was a kid, but I never forgot it. And it is, those too weak to follow their own dreams will always find ways to discourage others. 
And that's true. It's absolutely 110% true that those who, you know, believe that you have to give your time to someone else, um, and, and that's the only way to be successful, you know, they don't have the, the courage or, you know, strength or, you know, whatever to, to get out there and try it themselves. And there's a certain safety in the known. Um, I don't remember who said this either, and I'm doing horrible with quotes today. I'm sorry, but it's the only in times like this, only the known is safe. Um, and only the known is reliable. And that is a, that's a control mechanism, whether it's somebody saying it to you or it's you saying it to yourself, you're controlling yourself. You're giving yourself an excuse. You can't always take the safe path. Sometimes you have to take a risk. Will every risk pay off? No, but not taking that risk at all won't pay off either. You can't win if you don't play, period. So thank you very much for tuning in. Um, on today's episode, I'm going to get into some really, really cool, I think this might be the last of these episodes for a while, but some really cool Instagram hacks that I found out about uh, recently uh, when I went to a, a Facebook Instagram seminar. And these are really cool ways that you can use Instagram and make your posts pop, make them um, stand out in the crowd. And uh, it's, it's kind of neat little tricks that you can do with the tools that are built in. I might touch on a little bit of Facebook stuff, but it's going to be really, really interesting. Um, I appreciate you tuning in. It's about to get deep. One of the catches about doing a podcast is that I can't visually show you what it is I'm talking about. And um, that's kind of a pain, but, you know, it is what it is, nature of the beast. Um, I do try to show you some of what I'm talking about sometimes on the other platforms that I'm on, but this one would be really great if I could just show you. So, you know, I'm going to kind of break cue here and say that it might be a good idea for you to check out, do a search on, uh, on Instagram or, or on uh, YouTube. But this first hack is really, really cool. So basically the idea behind these hacks uh, for Instagram are to make your posts a little bit more je ne sais quoi. That's French for I don't know what. Um, but to make them a little more, make them pop, to make them more thumb-stopping, as Instagram likes to say. So the first, and these are some of these are well-known, some of them are, are neat little tricks, um, but, you know, they're all helpful, and I think they're all pretty cool, so I'm going to share them with you. The first one is on your stories. When you're doing a stories, uh, you can swipe left or right to get to filters faster. So rather than, you know, once you've taken your picture or your video, if you want to add a cool filter to it, just swipe left or right, and you'll see there's like five or six or seven of them that you can just swipe through and find one that's most on brand and most helps uh, make that story pop. The second hack is what's called gradient text. So everybody knows that you can, you can well, maybe you don't know this, but there's a lot of different tools that you can use, like a, there's like a pen and a marker and a highlighter tool. You can select your text and then tap and hold any color. And then if you, it takes two fingers, but if you deselect your text while, um, deselect the text while moving the color. Um, so like I said, it takes two fingers, it's kind of tricky, but once you get it, it's really freaking cool. But if you hold down with two fingers and drag, um, you basically make a text rainbow. So like, um, you know how if you use the stickers, you can pick kind of the background and uh, it's either colorful or gray or rainbow or whatever. But you can kind of make rainbow text and that really makes it pop. Um, that That's a huge one. I mentioned before, here's another little hack for your Instagram stories. I mentioned before that there are different pen features. So you can choose, what a lot of people don't realize, you can choose your brush size and color. Um, you can undo and erase 
a lot, and if you're like me, you will be. Um, and one of my favorite things is um, there's a neon brush, which you can use to highlight things in videos and photos. Um, and that's kind of cool because like you can, like for me, I share uh, my um, Spotify, the podcast on Spotify, I share that directly to my Instagram stories and then I'll circle it with a highlighter because it really does make it, or not highlighter, but with a neon brush, which really just makes it pop and really makes it thumb stopping. It makes you see what's up. It's really kind of cool. Um, but then you can also use a highlighter brush for transparency. But this one's kind of cool. You can actually do a full screen fill and the hack for that is super easy. You literally press and hold um, a color to make the entire screen turn that color. So that's kind of cool too. It's a nice little way to, you know, do whatever you want to make it pop. And then you put your image on top of that or your stickers on top of that, it's even better. So I've been mentioning a lot about stickers. One other thing that I think you might like is that there's there's four things that you need to know about stickers. One, you can when you pick your sticker, use, use search. Um, there's a really great like secret section, if you will, if you search for CF Holiday, which will allow you to use stickers that are specifically for promotions. And that's huge if you're using Instagram to promote a product or service and you want to do like, you know, 20% off for the next 24 hours, something along those lines. That's a really, really great way to do it is you just, you search for CF, so that's Charlie Foxtrot Holiday, CF Holiday and you'll see that there are quite a few different holiday stickers. And also the second tip, GIFs. You can use GIFs, um, which are obviously moving stickers, um, and they're really cool. They're a neat way to little make your story pop even more. Um, I did one recently uh, that says, you rock, and it's just like, it's. I, I wanna say it's like the dude that played Doogie Howser. I can't think of his name now, but he's doing two thumbs up and going, you rock, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and then also, you can pick the size and location of your sticker. So when it puts a sticker on, it's usually pretty small, but you can actually move it around and then you can, um, you know, you can pinch or squeeze to shrink or grow the, uh, the sticker size and decide where you wanna put it. Um, so that's kind of awesome. And um, so last but not least here, um, use the stickers that show location, weather, time, um, the polls, basically anything to help boost engagement. Um, and that's a really, really cool thing that you can do. Um, using, using stickers to kind of pull your audience is a really, really neat little hack. So I highly recommend that because it boosts engagement as well. And anytime it's engaged, uh, anytime there's engagement, it boosts your organic reach. So that's pretty sweet. Now, uh, there's a my favorite thing that I learned about of all of the things on Instagram, especially on uh, stories that you can do, is pinning stickers. Now this isn't just stickers that this works with, it also works with text, it works with the hashtag stickers or the uh, at stickers, so you can tag people in your in your video posts. But so say you take a short video, I mentioned this in another podcast, but I like it so much I'm gonna mention it twice here. Say you take a short video of um, a, uh, a dog walking uh, across the screen. You can put a sticker of a smiley face on your screen and then if you tap and hold that sticker and then when like move it around to where you can move, there's a little scroller at the bottom, but you can progress the video and then you just stick it to whatever it is you want that to stick to, the sticker will move with whatever it's stuck to. It's really freaking cool. I like it a lot. It's pretty neat, especially if you do like words or hashtags with it. Um, 
Now, what you need to know about that is that with stickers, contrast matters. The algorithm uses um, hard edges with high contrast, so you want to find an edge to pin it to, to pin the sticker to. Um, so, like, pinning the sticker to motion um, is, is easier if it is, like, for example, a, a golden retriever. Um, and it's a dark green background or something along those lines. So that's kind of a cool thing that you can do as well. That's that's uh, my favorite thing uh, about the um, Instagram ways to boost, uh, you know, make your boost pop, make your make your boost, make your um, your story pop. Uh, so there's that. That's what you need to know about that. And I'm going to wrap this episode up with a little bit of information about Instagram stories. I'm sorry, insights. God, best stories on the brain. Instagram insights. Um, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. A lot of people are like, oh, organic reach is dead. Well, I don't think so. I, I don't think it is dead. I think that people just need to make sure they're using their insights right. Um, I mentioned that one of my biggest tips uh, for Instagram was that you should make your account a pro account so you have access to more tools um, called action buttons, statistics, um, insights, that sort of thing. I, I spoke with one of my friends who is really an Instagram Pro. I mean, this guy's got Instagram down to a science. And he was saying that ever since he made his account professional, he has noticed a drastic decline in organic reach. And the speculation on that, and he's not the only one saying it, and I've heard this before, is that Instagram is dropping down organic reach because they want you to pay to promote your posts. That makes sense, and there's probably some truth to it. Obviously, that you know, it's a pay-to-play world. If you, the more you pay, the better you reach. But what he brought up that was interesting to me is that when he used hashtags, he noticed that he would ha- he would have you know like 10,000 engagements on a hashtag versus um, like 10 engagements on the hashtag. So it, it 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 has some bearing to it. You may want to switch to a professional account with caution. And he also said that since switching to the professional account, he tried, he experimented with switching back, and he said that it's almost like Instagram remembered, now this guy's a professional, this is a business, and so it, he still is having that trouble. So it, it is, it's interesting, I can't um, confirm or deny it, I can say that Instagram themselves recommended that you go with a pro account, but it does make sense that they would say that because they want to be able to sell you ad space. However, what I can tell you is that whether you are going to pay to boost your posts um, or you're trying to get it organically boosted and organically more likely to be shared and go viral, that sort of thing, the best thing you can do is look at your Instagram insights. So Instagram insights gives you information um, that you can use to reach more people, um, meet your business goals, or build your community uh, for your business. What I mean by that is it's analytics. It is the the content metrics that you're looking for. You can learn how your posts, your stories, your promotions, how they're performing, um, and you can filter out the metrics by content type, um, date range, um, and and type of metric, you know, so you can actually go through and and really try and and get a deeper understanding of your audience. Um, But one of the things I think that you should definitely be looking at is the activity metrics. Um, it basically lets you see the uh, interactions section, which tells you about profile visits, which is the number of times that your account's been visited, uh, website clicks, which shows the number of times your website link in your business account uh, description was tapped. Um, you can 
there's there you can there's a there's a if you activate for your business account if you activate getting directions you can see how many people have clicked on that um, and there's also a discovery section so you can see your your reach which shows the number of people who have viewed your posts and your stories you can see your impressions which is the number of posts or stories that have been seen so it's basically how many of how many times they were seen so there's number of people and then the number of times that they've been seen two different things um, but then also you can look at your audience metrics I mentioned this before uh, basically it, it allows you to get some information on the top cities and countries the age range um, the, the gender of your followers and you can also see when your followers typically are on Instagram um, days of the week that they're most active. You basically get get some demographics and a little bit of direction as to when you should be posting um, and why. So it's important to go through your analytics. Now I'm gonna this is gonna kind of nerd out on you a little bit, but I think you'll appreciate it. Um, I was asked by a client recently to give a performance report because we handle their Facebook posts and uh, their Facebook ad spend. And this is a client that's a nonprofit organization, so they don't have a huge budget and they wanna make sure that they're spending their money right. So she has to take, the president of the company came to me and said, you know, I need to take this to the board. I need to be able to show what you've done compared to the past and show essentially that you've been worth it. And I said, okay, great, challenge accepted. Now, admittedly, because I didn't have any kind of template for this, um, and I was doing this you know, on my own, digging as deep as I could, it took about two hours to throw this information together. But I utilized information from Google Analytics where I was able to see how much traffic over the last 90 days um, and you know, further have come from, specifically from Facebook and Facebook ads, um, to her website directly. And then I was able to compare that to the 90 days prior and to the year. So this time last year versus this time this year. And we were able to see literally a thousand percent increase in some cases along certain metrics. So I was able to show that. I was able to look at the analytics behind um, the Facebook ads themselves and compare you know, the ads that they were doing before I came on board, before we came on board, versus the ads that we're doing now, the different type of metrics, because there's a lot of different KPIs, key performance indicators of a Google ad and a Facebook ad. And so I compared apples to apples. You know, this one was to boost engagement. That was the goal of this ad, right? So you guys did this ad, uh, you had a $50 a budget and you were able to reach X amount of people, which meant a 1.1% conversion. In other words, of the people that were um, that that were able to see the post, um, only 1.1% engaged with it. So then they gave me a hundred dollar budget, so they doubled their ad spend, and I was able to increase the engagement to 23% over the same time period by doubling the budget. So from 1.1% engagement to 23% engagement, and then also, and this was kind of, I think, really a big deal, the reach went from 1,000 people to almost 5,000 people. So I was able to take their reach four and a half times higher than what it was simply by double, and you would say, oh, well, you doubled your ad spend, of course. No, you would expect maybe double results. The difference was that I was able to hyper-target because I went through her analytics and her insights and was able to see when their audience was online, who their audience was, what their interests were. I was able to dive deep and make sure that when I was, when I was targeting her ad, 
um, that that's what we were, that that's who I was targeting. And as a result, you saw an increase in the metrics that she was worried about at that point. We saw similar results when doing link clicks, which was the goal, or um, event registration or ticket sales. So, I mean, using a combination of Google Analytics and Facebook Analytics or whatever social media you're on, you can definitely see huge results um, just by maximizing your efforts there. So it is it is work, but anything worth doing is work. And if you're going to be spending money anyway, you got to be smart about it. You got to do the research, and you know take the time to really understand what it is you're looking at. Go through each. If you go to if you're on Facebook and you go to Insights, there's a whole slew of them on the left hand side that you can go through from the people to the views to the reach to I mean it's just this 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 that it goes on and on and on and on and on. So I highly recommend that you take the time to spend some time in there and really deeply understand your audience and the kind of posts that they've engaged with in the past so that you can make sure that you're you're copying yourself and optimizing similar posts going forward in the future. Well, that's it today. That's all the time I have, folks. I really hope that you found this uh, this podcast valuable. If you did, do me a favor. Show, it, show me some love. Uh, share it across your social. Uh, make sure that you leave me some feedback. Um, if you want to follow me on social, it's at TDGR Podcast. I'm on just about every social network there is. And I would be more than happy to discuss anything from digital marketing tends, trends to tips to tricks to what my poor man's Gary V content model and the IGTV experiment are all about. Uh, and that's what this is. That's what this is. It's a proof of concept. I'm really glad that you've decided to come along and I hope you found a little bit of value in this podcast. If so, join me tomorrow. It's going to be good. And until next time, dig deep, my friends.